0: Texas, and Florida. Each week we hope to bring a smile to your face and give you more Disney facts and recommendations than you will ever possibly know it's do with. But let's start off with a very important Disney fact. The <laughs> mouse started it. Hi, welcome to episode three of our podcast. We are so excited to be here today yeah we
1: are this is gonna be a fun one for sure
0: this is really gonna be a fun one so we're gonna jump right in to our plans going to disney world in how many days
1: six days
0: six days that is crazy 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 Woo!
1: It's been forever
0: oh it has been forever this has been probably our longest stretch without any exclusive disney vacation
1: Yeah, the last time we went to Disney was October of 2019 for the Food and Wine Festival.
0: Oh yeah, that was fun. Well, when we go to Disney, there are a couple of things that we do right off the bat, which we briefly mentioned in previous episodes. So we touched base on the fact that we schedule everything almost immediately once we decide when we're going.
1: We are a little obsessive. And very on the ball when it comes to our Disney vacations.
0: I like on I the ball the one
1: thing in life that I don't procrastinate.
0: See, and I don't procrastinate at all. So I think there is a little bit of like, Sarah, we got to do this, but we're both so excited to do it. So it's not a big argument or anything.
1: No, not at all. This is like the one thing that you and I can agree on when it comes to like, let's do it now. It's true. It's always like the moment we book something the room or whatever it is we're booking. We're like, okay, when can you Skype? Let's get on Skype. We need to talk about this. We need to figure out what we're doing.
0: So I think this time what we did is crazy schedules aside, we figured out when we wanted to go. And we said we're gonna go end of February, beginning of March, just before the spring break rush. That's usually a pretty good time to go into the parks. And when we decided the day that we wanted to go, it's between our two birthdays. And so your parents are awesome and have helped us out. Can you explain kind of what they did for us, which is just too amazing?
1: My parents are part of the Disney Vacation Club. Obviously we have lots to celebrate this trip, both things in the past that we didn't get to celebrate because of COVID and our 30th birthdays now. And so my parents decided to get us a room at the Polynesian, which is our favorite resort. Hands down. I am just so thankful for them. They're always super nice. And the Disney Vacation Club is something that we bought into when I was a child. And it has been an amazing blessing ever since then. Yes. Yes. So
0: we are using Sarah's family's points and huge shout out to your family because I love them and I appreciate them a ton. Well, they love you too. <laughs> so we are, we are staying in the Polynesian Resort and the Polynesian is like Sarah said, are one of our absolute favorites. I have also had a love for the contemporary. I do love staying there as well. It is a very different feel from the Polynesian. And I know you have another love in the resorts.
1: I do. So technically, Old Key West is my family's resort. That's actually where we bought into. So when you do join Disney Vacation Club, if you're unfamiliar with it, you buy into a specific resort's points. So we bought into Old Key West. That was the first Disney Vacation Club. And now we can use the points anywhere. You buy into one resort, but you can use them anywhere. So Xander and I actually got to stay at the Polynesian many years back like almost five now and uh I know it's really really crazy and we just we absolutely loved our stay there that time we already knew we loved the Polynesian because we it has our favorite bar and it's just a really beautiful resort so when we were looking to come back for our 30th birthdays we're like oh well maybe we can stay there my parents were like well yeah we would love to get you a room for your birthdays and we know you love the Polynesian um, and I think my mom actually asked for a lake view, which is like,
0: Ooh. like a splurge.
1: So I don't know if we're going to get it, but I think she did request it. I don't think oh. I told you that till just
0: now. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> I'm trying not to freak out. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. I mean, I know it's it's a possibility that we may not get it, but oh, my God, I'm excited. Okay. Okay. Look at us. So... Yes. Polynesian has the bar we love. It also has the restaurants and we love the location. So Sarah and I do have a preference of staying close to the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, we'll get into all of those details in a second, but we love the Magic Kingdom with a passion and the monorail is dear to our hearts. We do know that the Polynesian is having monorail station construction right now, but that's fine. We're still going to ride the monorail as much as we can.
1: Yes, exactly. And there's other ways to get around, obviously, from all of the Magic Kingdom resorts. They're all on the water. There's the monorail, the
0: buses. Yes, exactly. So I am flying in uh, from Texas to grab Sarah, and then we are driving up to Orlando. And when we get to Orlando, we will freak out when we go through the gates archway yes the disney gates uh i'm pretty sure you make me slow down every single time so you can get a photo every single time i think i have a million photos and a million videos of just entering but i do it every time anyway
1: you probably do it's okay i don't mind you're supposed to go slow anyways and honestly that is one of the things i remember most from my childhood because we would drive to florida i don't know did you guys drive from texas Yeah, we did a lot. Okay, so we we drove from Connecticut, you drove from Texas, so I'm sure you had a very similar experience, but just waking up in the morning, um, we would sleep in the car, my dad like had this whole system.
0: Oh my God, would you do the like 4 or 5 a.m. wake up to start the drive down there?
1: We did, okay, so we would leave at 3.30 in the afternoon, because my dad worked at a school, he was an aide. So we would pick him up from school and we would immediately start driving to Florida and we would drive through the night and we would not stop until we actually got to Disney. So what we did was we had a turtle van, which is a a big minivan, and we take out the middle seats, the bucket seats, and we would put down like an inch and a half of memory foam and make like a cushion bed. And so the kids were all in the back and then one of my parents it was time for them to come sleep would come into the back and go to sleep and the other one would drive and then they'd switch off and on so we would drive through the night but everyone's safe everyone was totally safe totally safe
0: we're talking back in the we're talking back in the 90s so
1: totally but uh we all survived all of us are adults now we're good we're here so i just i remember waking up in the morning and we would we'd always grab mcdonald's for breakfast i remember eating like the same thing every time then i would be sitting there like in between the front seats just watching. For the, the gates for that archway that was the thing that was like how I knew we were home. Yeah, that was my favorite. It's just going through those gates.
0: I have driven in a car and I've driven in a motorhome, which you want to talk about safety in the 90s. Oh my gosh, those motorhomes! And I have also taken a flight to Disney World with my family and done the whole That's Magic so Express, which is not in service right now, which is so sad because that was so fun being at the airport and Mickey mouse, basically, I felt like it wasn't actually Mickey, but it was the Disney express. It was picking me up to take me to Disney. So I just felt like Mickey was allowing me to go. (laughs) It was my, you know, it was a big highlight, but then I have also taken a train. And did you know at the train station, they actually pick you up on the mat or they used to, they picked you up on the magical express and took you just the same, but there was an actual, spot at the train station in Orlando for all Disney adventurers oh that's so cool Cool.
1: I did not know that so I've never actually flown in to go to Disney or taken a train like always just driven so I have no idea actually how any of that works or what it looks
0: like planes trains and cars I got it all we we went every which way we got to Disney
1: no we never we always drove and then obviously by the time I hit college I drove myself down at like every spring break and stayed with my brothers.
0: Jealous. Oh, no, so <laughs> I, oh, I tagged along. I don't know what I'm talking so about. <laughs> so, never mind. Um, but, yeah, so we are going to drive from uh, Sarah's house to Orlando and we are going to get there pretty early. I mean, we're doing an early wake up and we are dropping our stuff off with the Polynesian. Because we have to get to breakfast, and we have breakfast at The Wave at the Disney Contemporary Resort. Yes. We've been to The Wave before.
1: Not for breakfast. We went for lunch or dinner, I think. Uh, I think it was lunch. I think we did a lunch,
0: and then we've also been there for drinks. We have
1: been there for drinks. And then, yes, we've definitely done lunch. And lunch was really good. I remember thinking this—I've like, never been— Contemporary is definitely one of the resorts that I don't spend as much time in, which is obviously very opposite for you because I know you love the Contemporary and your family has stayed there before. My family's never stayed, so there was never as much of a reason for us to go there, Um, but I remember walking in and it's super funky, very 70s, and uh, it's really cute. It's got a cool vibe. It does have a cool vibe. It kind of reminds me also of one of the bars on... Disney dream but I can't remember what yes yeah right yes. it really reminds it me of one of the bars but uh it was yeah it was really good I'm excited to go see it for breakfast and I know you're excited because there's some there's some bottomless drinks that are going on there
0: Oh man. Yes. Disney's got a couple of offers at the wave for breakfast that I am thoroughly looking forward to. So I'm an eggs Benedict person. I just love eggs Benedict and I love trying it at different places to see how people make it and what the differences are. But then they also have a uh, bottomless mimosas. Um, because if you are over 21, uh, you get to enjoy some of those and yes. they're delicious. So I'm excited about that. But yes, yeah, so I think, the Wave, we're excited for just seeing it in a different light, a different type of menu uh, than we've experienced there before. But their menu looks so good. They've got great little options for what they call wake-up calls, which I like that. they're They're I do too. adult beverages in the morning. And they it looks like they have a pretty good kids' menu, specialty drinks for the kids, and all sorts of coffees and teas. They've got a huge variety there.
1: They also have a really huge allergy menu so if you've got allergies they really cater to people with allergies this is really cool i feel like nowadays you're seeing a lot more people without
0: yes disney does an amazing job with allergies so just so you all know listening i do have a really severe allergy and i have had chefs come out and all i do is i put it on the res- reservation that i have this allergy and chefs come out and they talk to the table and they make sure that i'm super comfortable and they guarantee i've never had an issue they guarantee that those allergy free foods options are safe and it's been wonderful at disney i've never had an issue and yeah they've got quite a variety at the wave that would be good for anybody with allergies so we're gonna try not to rush through that meal we are we are going to try to enjoy it and take a deep breath and enjoy being at disney but
1: but we are going to Magic Kingdom the first day and the park opens five minutes after our reservation at the Waves starts. So we do have all day at Magic Kingdom, so we really don't need to rush, but I know we are we very do. excited. And we are probably we are very going excited. To be so excited that we might not sit as long as we expect to.
0: <laughs> very, very accurate. So backing up one second, when we go into the parks, this is a slightly different trip for us, just because we usually have one or two days in the parks and we do a park hopper. And because we've been to the park so many times, we know where everything is and we know what rides we wanna touch base and what events we wanna go to. And like I said, we schedule everything out like crazy. Well, due to this pandemic that we are currently in, we, aren't going to do a park hopper because the park hopper option changed. It went away for a little while and then it changed.
1: So what they did was when they brought it back, they made it for only four hours a day. So you can only park hop between 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. But even more than that, just because you have a park hopper right now, doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get to park hop. So we didn't feel like purchasing park hopper tickets was necessarily the best idea
0: um, especially for us because we when we park hop it's two or three or four parks in one day and it's not on a set time it's when we are done with one park we go to the next so for our kind of a trip we decided we didn't need the park hopper option we are hoping that that option comes back uh once disney has more availability in their parks but For now, we are just going to do one park per day.
1: Honestly, it's kind of nice to not have to park hop this time. We love park hopping, and like she said, we're really efficient. We pick the rides that we really want to hit, and then, you know, if there's a couple, if we have the time, we'll hit some others that maybe weren't necessarily on our list, but they've got the time for us to go do them. This time around, because we don't have the park hopper, we're going to be in Magic Kingdom all day long. And it's honestly really nice to think about and realize that we can take as much time as we want to really just walk through the parks and enjoy ourselves. It's not that we don't enjoy ourselves. Please don't misunderstand me. But there is something to be said about really just taking your time and slowing down a little bit and enjoying the sights, the sounds, whatever little bits of entertainment they might have. Yeah, the smells for sure. Um, We can really take our time going through the shops if we care to, and we can actually ride rides more than once, which I don't think we've ever really done recently. Um, You know, it's one and done and then we move on. So this is a very, it's going to be a very relaxing trip, which is out of the norm for us, but I'm looking forward to it a lot.
0: I'm definitely looking forward to it as well. And What's gonna be interesting is usually we are very strategic, like we said, and we get to the parks right when they open because that's going to be some of the shorter lines. And then we strategically place certain rides that are very popular at that noon to two o'clock time when kids are napping or families are out at lunch and then the extra magic hours. We usually jump on those to get what we can in. Now we are going on the first week where Disney is adding an hour to certain parks, either in the morning or in the evening. So it's not necessarily a magic hour or extra magic hour, but it is just a little bit of an extension. But those extra magic hours, not sure if they're going to come back. Uh, Disney's kind of talked about it on and off, and there are a whole bunch of people speculating that they will or they won't. But those extra magic hours have been super fun. So anyone who stays in the resorts on the Disney World grounds is able to stay in those parks slightly longer or get there earlier than people who are not staying in the Disney resorts. And you will hear from us many, many, many reasons why it is so worth staying at a Disney resort.
1: Definitely. And those magic hours are a big part of it, because um, it clears out a lot of the guests in the park. Um, obviously, right now that doesn't matter as much because we're only at thirty-five percent capacity, anyways. But when things go back to normal, it is a great idea to stay on property, just to be able to go and have those extra magic hours, and maybe not have as long of a line to get on the things that you want to get on or maybe re-ride something that you really loved, um, when you were there during the day. Yep,
0: yeah, exactly. So we are actually going to lunch in Magic Kingdom. So when we go, we try to make sure that our breakfast isn't complete opposite end of the whole of Disney World from where we want to go parks that day. And lunch, we do try to make sure that we have lunch in the park that we are currently visiting. Now on a regular park hopper ticket, you could actually go into Magic Kingdom, have lunch at Epcot, and then come back to Magic Kingdom. The only issue is is you do spend a lot of time in that commute going from one place to the other. So it is smart to look at your options, see what's available in the park that you are at for the day, and have lunch there or maybe at a nearby resort. And there are lots of options. We are doing a new option. We have not been to this lunch.
1: Yeah, I'm actually really excited for this one. I've been wanting to try it and haven't had a chance to do so yet. So we are actually going to be having lunch at the Jungle Navigation Company, Ltd. Skipper Canteen which is in Adventureland, and it is based around the Jungle Cruise ride. And so everything is very, uh, very funny, very pun-oriented. And it the menu looks amazing. I am very excited and also have no idea what I'm going to get because I can't make a decision. Um, but I will say this. When it comes to making reservations, if you're going to go during uh, these odd COVID times, make sure that you make all your reservations as early as possible. We found out when we were making reservations that most of the, the times were already taken. And so you have, the longer you wait, the more limited you're going to be on what times you can get. Not to mention right now, not all restaurants are open. So there is a little bit of a smaller choice of where you can go to eat. All the places are wonderful, but it just means that the reservations go very quickly.
0: Yes, and to add to that, those types of reservations are for food, but also for what park you are visiting right now. So you have to make all of your reservations, and that includes your hotel and room, the park you are visiting on what day, and what restaurants you are looking to go to. Now, before we go any further, I do have to mention, we splurge whenever we go to disney for food we are foodies and we love trying all the drinks now when i've gone with my family i do the meal plan i know that is a big topic for a lot of people and my piece of advice would be to do the meal plan where you get a snack and two meals and that's even if you have little kids because the snack is just a not sit down service you can get a pretty good amount of food for the snack option. There's many different things that you can find in each of the parks. And what my parents would do is we would do a big breakfast. So if we stayed at the Contemporary, we'd go to breakfast with Mickey and do all of those fun things. In the Floridian, we do the same thing. We do the character breakfast. So that's one of your meals. And then lunch, we would do snacks in the park and we would just use one of our snack options on our meal. And I mean, I need to look up more details on it and we can later, but I mean, I'm pretty sure you can get a thing of chicken tenders from a little cafe by Tomorrowland. It's like cool. I'd have to look that up to make sure, but pretty sure that's what we've done. At least that's what we did in the past. I haven't done the meal plan because I've gone with you so much that we just splurge and go crazy for all the food. Yeah, but Boy, do we? When, when I was going with a family of four, it was actually such a money saver to do the meal plan and to just experience all the different exciting places to eat. And the character dinners are actually so worth doing on a normal year. We're not sure what they're going to look like right now. We've gotten a little bit of information about it, but we will tell you what it's like. And... But on a normal year, I loved the character meals as a kid. And on the meal plan, that's covered.
1: That's nice. We honestly never did meal plans. So I think we did one one year, I think. And I don't really remember how good it was or not. I was too young to really care, I think, at the time. Um, For my family, my mom would cook ahead. We would bring everything we needed down in a giant cooler and then my mom would make big breakfasts in the morning and we'd come home and eat dinner at the room at night because we would get like a one bedroom or a two bedroom or a villa, which gives you a full kitchen when you stay at Old Key West. So she would just cook for us. And then for lunch, we would usually do a quick service. So it was pretty cheap. You know, if you think about it, you're only really purchasing one meal within the parks and it's a quick service meal. You can do pretty well with a family and we were a family of five, so. But we, yeah, we had a slightly different experience. We just decided not to do meal plans since it cooks. So that is an option. I know people, I've seen them bring coolers of food into the parks. I don't know if I would do that.
0: And just know, if you do bring in a cooler, uh, I don't know what the restrictions are right now with COVID. That might be completely different. But when you bring in yes. that cooler, you do have to have it thoroughly inspected, and especially going into Magic Kingdom, you cannot have any kind of alcoholic beverages. They're going to be very particular. So if you are looking to get into the park very quickly, especially with little kids, that cooler option may not be the most efficient. But like Sarah said, if you have it at the hotel, if you have a little mini fridge or the villa kitchen, you're able to have food. You're able to go grocery shopping and you can have food back in your room. And that is 100% doable. When we went in a motorhome, we had food back at the motorhome and we did uh, that option. That was also, I think, when my brother, we had to leave the parks in the middle of the day. He needed to go nap. Uh, he was young enough that we had to take a break, even though I did not want to. And that was definitely where we did lunches in the motorhome. So, yeah, it's definitely possible. So, a little sidetrack we're going to have all we sorts have of little, little
1: stories that go to Little the pieces right of info. and the left and we always come back to so what we're supposed to be talking about
0: we do we do so magic kingdom will close at 7 p.m that day and we are going to make our way over to the yacht club resort to have dinner at ale and compass which we are so excited. excited to try this is again one that we have never been to before but we've heard so many things about it and this is one where i just not that I don't want to order everything on the menu for the other options we've listed so far, but at Ale and Compass, it's, it's going to be interesting if we can eat all of the food in front of us.
1: Yeah, I definitely want to order one of everything. So Ale and Compass was actually recommended to me by my oldest brother, Christopher, who I have mentioned on this podcast before. And, um he had told me about it a while ago before you and I even looked at restaurants and he was like, you got to go. I got to take you. They have these amazing braised short ribs and truffle fries. So apparently those are the two things that he says we should get. Um, Done and done. But I mean, yeah, totally done and done. But there's also like so many other things that look amazing. Just I want to eat it all. They've got flatbreads and, uh, roasted buffalo style cauliflower. I love cauliflower so like I'm always good with that kind of stuff. Tons of pasta dishes and steak. There's a great sounding New England seafood pot pie. Their bacon Vermont cheddar burger looks legit.
0: Oh it looks so legit. I am not always a fan of getting a burger at every single restaurant but that burger looks so good.
1: It does look really good. Um really not sure what I'm going to end up ordering when we go, but very excited to try this.
0: We've heard nothing but great reviews about it. We will post so many pictures on our Instagram and through our social media handles. So you can find us on TikTok and Instagram right now and Facebook. And we will have so many behind the scenes information about what we're going to be enjoying. So that evening, like I said, that'll be at the Yacht Club. So it is important to note that What we are doing is all Magic Kingdom that day, but then we do have enough time to probably go back to our resort, put our feet up for a couple minutes, and then get to the Yacht Club. Now, we will have a car there at the park, but there are other ways to get around if you are going from one resort to another. It is uh, just a little bit different, but there are... Like Sarah mentioned, there are buses that can take you around into the parks to go from a resort to a park. Do you know of any other ways to get from a a resort to another resort? Honestly, the only way other than taking the monorail if they're connected is to
1: take a bus either to one of the parks and then to the resort that you want to go to. Or I believe you can also take it to the Ticket and Transportation Center and then catch a bus from there. But really it's bus to bus
0: probably our best bet would be you need to take a bus over to either epcot or hollywood studios and then from there you can either take a water taxi or you can take a bus
1: yeah whatever you feel like honestly
0: at that point the
1: water taxis are great they're a fun little ride they are fun kids will like them kids love them if it's warm out it gives you a nice breeze while they move if it's cold out sit inside <laughs>
0: Or enjoy the brisk
1: air. I mean, sure,
0: it's an option. It's
1: an option. Us Floridians are not used to cold air, so you know.
0: If there's, you've to- become a Floridian. I
1: have. I really have. I so obviously originally from Connecticut. Uh, I think I mentioned that. And since moving to Florida, yes, it is true. My blood has thinned. I cannot handle. Oh, more.
0: I know it's true. Moving from Texas to Connecticut, holy moly! So, speaking of yes, I don't have any good segue into day two, but day two,
1: day two, okay, let's do it. So, day two, we have breakfast at the Grand Floridian Cafe. Very excited. We've actually done breakfast uh, at this cafe before. I'm interested to see yes. what it is like now that everything is kind of opening back up post. Uh, pandemic because the last time I went I think it was a buffet so obviously nowadays it is not probably going I believe it's table service it sounds like it's table service so they've got like the norm which you know avocado toast and quiche but they've also got some things that I would not have expected to see on a breakfast menu like a lobster Thermidor burger? It's it's going to
0: be more of a brunchy, a brunchy breakfast.
1: It definitely sounds like brunch. Yes, it sounds delicious. And I am definitely eyeing that Banana Foster style steel cut oatmeal. You have me that so good. at Banana Foster's.
0: Just, just give it to me <laughs> right now. I know you're looking at the Eggs Benedict. Oh, I'm always looking at the Eggs Benedict. But yes, I, I don't know. I may, I may try something else. But, you know, that Eggs Benedict is always calling my name. So we will sit down and enjoy that meal because we actually have it pretty early and we are going to Epcot on day two and that doesn't open until 11 o'clock. Now, Epcot, we do usually try to get to, I mean, obviously Magic Kingdom is our number one, but we do try to get to Epcot on most of our trips just because we have a soft spot for many of those rides. And if you are over 21, that. World Showcase has a whole new meaning, and it is super fun. It is a whole new world when you turn 21 and oh, get to go to the
1: Showcase. New world. I did just quote Aladdin. I love it. But yes, uh, my favorite being Mexico, for very obvious reasons. There's a tequila
0: bar there. Tequila. Oh, my gosh. The tequila bar, Their margaritas. And honestly, going into the area is it they did it so well it's so cool you really feel like Love it's it.
1: nighttime and you have been transported out of disney and to mexico not to mention the restaurant inside of the uh the building is super good it's called the San Angel Inn we'll actually be having lunch there or uh, probably appetizers just we'll explain that in a minute but um the when it comes to tequila bar Don't get your margaritas outside at the stand. Go inside the building to the tequila bar and get the margaritas there. They are so good and worth the wait.
0: You walk in and you turn to your right. Now be aware that sometimes the line for that tequila bar can be out the door. That's how good they are. And if you are just drinking around the world and having a good day, That's kind of a good time to, you know, finish off your previous beverage or drink some water and get hydrated and wait because that is worth it. And it is a huge highlight of around the world for us now when we're at Epcot this time there is quite a bit of construction.
1: Yes, there is. So if you've been to Epcot before, you know that usually there's a lot of walkways. You can really get to every single ride really easy and fast because you can just go, you know, instead of going all the way around, you can just cut through and get to the next ride. Right now, because of all the construction they're doing to revamp Epcot, you actually do have to go around and kind of head into the middle of the park and then come back around get to the next ride.
0: And that's in Future World. Yes, that's
1: Future World. A lot of amazing things are coming. Obviously, they are adding a bunch of Marvel uh, rides and uh, artwork and all kinds of stuff. That's going to be amazing. So while it might be under construction right now, it's going to be great.
0: Yes. And they're updating a lot of the science. They're updating a whole bunch of their, their information and updating just where Disney is because when future world was first created and uh, built, it was, it was on top of things. It was really advanced and it was super, super cool. And I think they're trying to bring it back to that idea. We still love every single bit of it, that people mover, we crack up every single time we're on that thing. And we are excited to see what these updates are, but that does make a little bit more of an interesting trip. So if you have little tinies right now, just be aware there is a lot of walking around that you normally wouldn't just because you are avoiding where construction's happening, but they have quite a bit open right now too. So it's not like everything has been closed.
1: No, yes, everything is still open. It's just a matter of how you get there right now, but that's fine. You know, a little extra walking never hurt anybody. So yeah, so that is very, I'm very excited to get to go in. I love doing, I always call it the big ball. It's really called Spaceship Earth. It's just something I carried over from my childhood. So if you hear me say, I'm really excited to go in the big ball, you know which one
0: I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just what I called it as a kid. Oh, I get it. When you go around the world, uh, we, we will talk more about exactly what we do in each park. When we are at the parks, we are going to be giving you a little sneak peeks of our days and our plans and what's happening. But just FYI, going around the world, my preference is to start with Mexico and end with Canada.
1: I agree. That's usually how I start it too.
0: You're going to the left and that would be Mexico, Norway, China, Germany, Italy, America, Japan, Morocco, France, UK, Canada. Do I have that memorized? No, not yet. But don't you worry. I could probably fill in 90% of that, but I don't think I could come up with the exact order that quickly off the top of my head. I wish I could.
1: Technically, I think somewhere... There's also on the Mexico side, there's a trading post that is supposed to represent Africa. It doesn't really... Yes. It's like this little no. trading post.
0: That kind of thing, I think, is what part of the updates are going to be as well in the future. Uh-huh. I think they do have plans to expand Epcot. I'm
1: sure. and I, I mean, if you really think about it, a lot of that is in Animal Kingdom. So you see a lot. Like they, they carried that into Animal Kingdom a lot more than necessarily Epcot. Um, and I think that was smart just because it really allowed uh, the different cultures to shine over in an Animal Kingdom. And then the ones they did use in Epcot to shine in Epcot. So,
0: Well, then we will end our day at Epcot at Coral Reef. Woo! Coral Reef is one of our top restaurants. We have been to this restaurant so on our day two we have been to all three of these restaurants we can't rave about them enough but coral reef to end a day it's gonna be nice yeah
1: that's a perfect one to end the day on we've i think we this will be our third visit i believe
0: i think together yeah third visit third together visit
1: together yep and it's just a lot of fun it's great to go uh be in that atmosphere and watch the fish and uh the service is just amazing the food Also, just as good. Really can't go wrong.
0: That is a great restaurant to take little kids. But I'll be honest, guys, if you're a teenager and you're dragging your feet, I don't know why you would. But Coral Reef is just a cool restaurant. It is just cool because those aquariums are huge and they have so many different fish and aquatics, just amazing views. So, that is definitely a restaurant, not just for the food and for the amazing service both are fantastic but also just the restaurant itself is so well put together and definitely a highly recommended spot from the two of us definitely
1: there's and there's the nice thing is there's no bad seat in the entire restaurant no matter where you sit you're going to be able to see the fish it's going to be a great view and sometimes the divers come in and have some
0: fun with you yes and that is that is a highlight thank you for mentioning yeah, that no problem Then we get to our day three. Now, you will notice in a second that we have three days in the parks, and there are definitely more than three parks. So, I want to take a second to explain Magic Kingdom is our top. It is always going to be visited, even if we have one park one day, hands down, Magic Kingdom. Epcot, we love the food and we love the adult beverages and different rides that are at Epcot. It is a highlight for the two of us. Now, when deciding on our third park this time, we had honestly a really long conversation about it, trying to make sure. We don't usually go to the water parks because we both have water parks that are close to home. I have Hurricane Harbor here in Texas, and not to say that it isn't a phenomenal water park. Those are absolutely amazing, but we're also going in February, and for the two of us, if we were going June, July, I would definitely be open to adding one of those in because they are super fun. I think right now, though, are, is Blizzard Beach open? So Blizzard
1: currently is the only, of, uh, only water park open. I believe they are looking to open up um, Typhoon Lagoon at some point in the near future but right now they are gauging how much people really want to go to the water parks. So if you really want to go to the water parks and let them know you want to go to the water parks, like now's the time to do it. Go now, go check out Blizzard Beach. It's open, but they don't have both of them open. Obviously they're figuring out how to safely run a water park in these times, which I think is great. They're doing that. Um, And yeah, like Sandra said, if it were the summertime, I would definitely say yes. Let's go to one of the water parks. But because it's February and while it will be hot, I'd rather go to Animal Kingdom.
0: And we have only three days. So like Sarah said, we did pick Animal Kingdom. So we will be going to see Pandora and the safari and all of the fun things over at Animal. Now, you may be asking why we didn't pick Hollywood Studios. At the moment, Hollywood Studios is one of the most recently updated with big attractions. So Mm -hmm. they have the Toy Story area.
1: Yeah, there's a whole Toy Story land, um, which is comprised of Toy Story Mania, Dog Ride. And then I believe uh, the little green aliens have their own ride as well right now over there. And that was two years ago? That was a couple of years ago. I think it was more than
0: two. I want to say it was, it was probably two years before the pandemic, two, three years before the pandemic. Yeah. And it was very popular. It is still very, very popular and definitely an attraction to check out. But Hollywood Studios has also added Star Wars.
1: Yes. So now there's two Star Wars rides. There's Rise of the Resistance and I believe another one having to do with TIE Fighters. I haven't been on them, so I don't know all of them, but I, I do know Rise of the Resistance, the one that everyone talks about. And right now, if you want to go to Hollywood Studios and you want to ride Rise of the Resistance or any of the Star Wars rides, getting onto them is not the easiest. You really want to be on at 7 a.m., I think it is, to reserve a boarding time. And if you don't reserve right away at that 7 a.m. mark, You can't actually try to reserve again until 1 p.m. So at present, just trying to get on those rides is not necessarily the easiest. Everyone really wants to be there. And that's not a bad thing. That's great. Um, But we decided that we didn't necessarily wanted to go and try to fight the lines and reserve space and maybe not even get a spot on there the only day that we're going to be able to go.
0: Yeah. So if we had more time at the parks, we would definitely go for it and see what we could do. But we felt like we would get more out of our day going to Animal. So there is nothing against Hollywood Studios. We absolutely love that park as well. But we made the decision for our trip to spend our third day at Animal. So just wanted to make sure nobody freaked out that we were avoiding Hollywood Studios. That is definitely not the case.
1: We are not avoiding it. I think our plan is actually to wait until Epcot has revamped fully and is open and then go to Hollywood, because at that point, everyone's going to be going to check out Epcot. So it'll be a great time to go check out Hollywood and do things that we haven't gotten to do yet.
0: It will, because when we go to Animal, we are going to explore Pandora again, which we did go to, and we avoided all of the crazy long lines and actually got very very quickly onto that ride which was amazing
1: the line was actually crazy long like i thought we were going to be standing in it so much longer than we were it snaked like all the way down and around and i don't even know where we were at that point and somehow we moved so quickly and i think once you get inside you realize why you move quickly through that line and it's because they have to fill up such a large theater they're pulling in droves of people at a time. Now, I don't know what this is gonna look like right now because obviously- I'm you interested. distance. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how many people they put in a party at this point. But um, even still, because the parks aren't at full capacity right now, the lines are not nearly as bad as they would normally be. So very excited to go relive Pandora and hopefully ride all of those rides multiple times because they are so much fun hoping yes and
0: because we typically yes definitely getting one of those drinks in pandora because those were so good but i do have to note that we usually do animal kingdom when we go and we have a park hopper and do three parks in one day we do 90 percent of animal kingdom in about three four hours because we run (laughs) between each of the rides We briskly walk because technically you're not really supposed to run uh, at Disney, but we briskly, briskly walk and we we are looking forward to this trips, slowing it down and enjoying each of the attractions. And like Sarah said earlier, you know, all of the different boutiques that you can go in, little shops and just kind of seeing the different atmosphere. And we didn't even mention that on our way to Animal Kingdom, we are going to go to breakfast in the Polynesian. So we have an easy breakfast at Kona Cafe.
1: Very excited. Haven't done Kona Cafe before, but I have heard nothing but good things about Kona Cafe, especially about their Tonga toast. We did dinner. We did do dinner. We haven't done breakfast. We haven't done breakfast. That was it. Haven't done breakfast. We have done dinner. But I always think of breakfast when I think of Kona Cafe just because everyone mentions the they're always like you go to try it yes you yes. gotta try it I'm like okay well I gotta go
0: so we will try <laughs> well then once we're in Animal Kingdom we are going to do lunch at Sanaa which we have eaten at before it is at the Animal Kingdom Lodge so we are going to leave the park briefly and go over to the resort and then come back but Sanaa is a hundred percent worth it if you aren't going to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge you have to go to Sanaa it is phenomenal
1: it's amazing. Their bread, well, their non-service, because it's, it's, it's non, it's traditional, uh, is amazing. You get a bunch of non, and then a bunch of little um, dips that you can, you know, rip the bread and dip it in, and they give you a range of not spicy at all to uh, burn your head off. And it's great.
0: <laughs> it's delicious and the the drinks and the views as well and that restaurant that is just it is a fun environment it is a great restaurant we highly highly recommend it so we're looking forward to lunch that day definitely Very excited so then like I said we'll return to the parks and then we are going to go back to our resort kick our feet up and bask in the amazingness of our trip and end our night At California Grill. At your favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant of all time. Oh my God. I can't even handle how much I love this restaurant. I know. So, what's really funny is
1: when we were looking at reservations, I had looked and there was nothing at California Grill before nine o'clock. I don't know what happened. Look. Clearly, someone canceled. But all of a sudden, we were on and trying to figure out our meals still. And I refreshed and all of a sudden this 545 time slot opened up and I was about to be like, well, there's all these restaurants available. Then I saw that and I was like, Sandra, done." I think our restaurant just got picked for us and she didn't even need to, I don't think you even needed to know what I was going to say after that because you were just like, oh my God, yes. You got, so your eyes got huge and you got so excited. Guys,
0: California Grill just has, oh, I just love it. Okay, so I am slightly partial to contemporary anyway. Yes, Polynesian is the top resort that Sarah and I go to together, but Polynesian, I don't know, I just just have a thing for it, I love it. I love that the monorail goes through the resort. There's just a Nikki breakfast and I don't know, I just love it too. But I will say when you are at California Grill, so you're at the top of the contemporary and you can see Magic Kingdom and Bay Lake and it's a beautiful view. You can also see the fireworks show from Contemporary at the California Grill. And if you have a meal at the California Grill, they'll actually let you come back into the restaurant and stand on the terrace to see the fireworks show. Even if you were already done with your meal and had left, they let you come back in, which is super nice of them. And it is just a beautiful, it is a little bit of a fancier restaurant. So we do have to look a little bit nicer than our t-shirt and shorts in the parks, but it is worth it, hands down. Oh my gosh, yes, I know I freaked out because I love it. I don't know if the terrace is open right now, but just letting everybody know that that's usually a thing with... uh... It is an option. Yes, and I'm sure it'll come back. If it's not there right now, I'm sure it'll come back because... They have that beautiful oh, sure. terrace. Well, I'm not
1: sure they're doing fireworks. I don't think Magic Kingdom is currently running fireworks.
0: They did release, though, yeah, on, on Walt Disney World Instagram, I know, they did release the whole fireworks show so that you can stream it yourself and watch the entire thing. Yes, they did. So you can do, that. That, you well. can do that in place of the missing fireworks at the moment. But I think we're all ready for this pandemic to be over, so bring on the fireworks. Oh, completely.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think we're all just ready for things to go back to normal, and I'm sure they will. Um, And when they do, we will all appreciate the things that we missed that much more. Yes.
0: We are very excited for our three days in the parks. It will probably go way too fast, and we won't want it to ever end, but we are looking forward to it. Nonetheless, I have a huge countdown because I cannot wait to get on my flight to come florida
1: oh same definitely i am counting down the days right now for you to arrive and then for us to leave
0: and go to disney i cannot wait now i do have to tell you we didn't talk about um, some of the other changes we, we've been talking so long i mean we have so many things that we can go through on this type of topic but we didn't talk about magic bands No, we didn't. So, some things have
1: changed. As of January 1st, 2021, Disney is no longer giving out complimentary magic bands with your resort reservations. Now, instead, you either get a Key to the World card, uh, which will get you access to your room and everything, or you can use your My Disney Experiences app to get you into your room for a contactless entry, which I think is really smart, um, nice but too. I am sad to see the magic bands go and not be
0: complimentary anymore. I'm, I'm sad to see the complimentary ones go as well, but you can purchase different designs. There's some as cheap as $5. There are also some $30, $25 ones. Um, and just a little, uh, little surprise for you, Sarah. We have uh, magic bands waiting for us. Ooh no way yeah <laughs> yes we have Aww, magic you might you have magic you might fans. have your uh your your favorite little character on your magic fan
1: my spirit animal oh my gosh
0: yeah you just made my badness level go <laughs> way down
1: <laughs> I went from like here to here you can't see what i'm actually doing but i raised my hand and then lowered it <laughs>
0: They don't make a huey and louie
1: one that is unfortunate they really should okay shout out to disney magic bands you should totally make some ducktales magic bands i'd buy that in a heartbeat fantastic yes yep it would match our outfits
0: well we could go on for another couple hours so we will leave it there but don't worry because next week we will Be giving you our inside scoops. We will give you reviews of all the restaurants, including the ones that we haven't been to before and are excited to experience. But we will tell you what Disney is like with the pandemic and we will tell you about any kind of changes and things like no fast passes. How is that going to work for different fans in the parks? And yeah, we'll just give you all sorts of different updates so that way you know how our trip is going. We'll be freaking out. And we hope that you enjoyed some of our little tips. I also want to point out that you need to tune in on Wednesday mornings for what to watch Wednesdays. We've got a couple of really good ones coming this week. All right. We're going to leave you there. We hope you have a wonderful Disney day. Thank you so much for listening to the mouse started it podcast. We're going to get you all set on all of these things in Upcoming year, we're very excited to bring it to you. We appreciate your support. You can actually listen to our podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. Please make sure to spread the word and share all of our Disney news with your friends. You can also join our newsletter or
1: email us with questions, comments, suggestions, or your own Disney fun facts at the Mouse Started It, all one word, at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, The Mouse Started It, underscored between each word. For our podcast updates as well as what to watch Wednesdays. Like we said, we're going to give you Wednesday morning updates of what to watch. And Fun Fact Fridays, which have already been underway. See See you real soon. soon.